Understanding the Nuances Behind Cybersecurity Insurance Policies, written by Jason Lund, narrated by Gail Crew, Cornet Global's The Source magazine, December 2022. According to a recent report from Cybersecurity Ventures magazine, cybercrime is expected to account for a loss of $10.5 trillion globally by 2025, a staggering number that is roughly half of the recorded U.S. gross domestic product in 2021. Unfortunately, many building owners and operators today have a common misconception that their properties are sufficiently covered if a cyber attack were to occur. In addition, owners and operators typically have a limited understanding about the risk of informational technology, IT, and operational technology, OT, threats, where they sit in terms of an insurance coverage perspective, and what accountability they bear if a cyber incident were to occur. The unfortunate truth, however, is that a blanket property insurance policies likely don't provide the necessarily scale of coverage. As insurers have limited visibility into a building's IT-OT infrastructure, they more often prefer to rely upon the expertise within their cyber underwriting teams to assess risks and provide coverage based on those findings. This has resulted in traditional property and casualty insurers to remove cyber inclusion from their product lines. And these exclusions may not be widely known or understood until it's too late. By removing cybersecurity coverage from the blanket property insurance policies, property owners must explore cyber-specific coverage, a standalone marketplace that is rapidly growing and can be difficult to navigate. As part of vetting what level of protection a property or campus holds, building owners should begin by asking basic policy questions, including what cyber coverage is currently included or excluded, what is the appropriate level of coverage for each property in a portfolio, does the current policy provide coverage for in-building OT as well as IT assets, and what is the expected downtime impacting both the physical assets damage from a cyber event as well as business interruption exposure, loss of rents and extra expenses. There's much more to it. Simply identifying coverage gaps and seeking to fill them, however, is sometimes easier said than done. The main challenge for securing standalone cyber insurance is that this type of policy is coming out of a hard market cycle, one marked by a rise in cyber claims that continues to develop in terms of frequency and severity. In this environment, insurers are forced to reevaluate their underwriting results and are keenly focused on identifying and evaluating the adequacy of individual cybersecurity profiles. This investigation work can result in insufficient coverage capacity for a buyer if sufficient cybersecurity protocols are not in place, as well as rising premiums. The good news is that insurance brokers with financial risk specialists have resources to better adapt to new threats and gauge the risk of exposure in advance of a market submission. To accomplish this, however, a careful evaluation of a property's existing security posture must be appraised to see if it qualifies for more comprehensive cyber insurance. Underwriters will evaluate several key security controls before being able to offer cybersecurity insurance policies that match appropriate levels of risk between the insurer and the property owner. All systems must be vetted to ensure the property is appropriately secured to avoid painful issues down the road. These controls include multi-factor authentication, MFA, endpoint detection and response, EDR, patch management, secure remote access, incident response plans, disaster recovery plans, backups and email filtering, properly architected user management and service accounts, phishing and cyber awareness training for all employees. For property owners and operators who are seeking cyber insurance policies to help protect against catastrophic cyber threats, a focus on these specific infrastructure architecture, security and training controls is seen as the optimal path towards reaching qualification status at this time.
Properly securing a building begins with the right network platform to serve a secure foundation. Taking a security-first approach to an in-building network helps cover all cybersecurity requirements, not just some of them. A modern approach to this problem is to adopt zero-trust network access, ZTNA models, and solutions that not only help secure operations for IT-OT functions, but also collect management and reporting information needed to make sound security decisions. This solution needs to be adaptive and provide proactive security that meets the challenges of an ever-changing threat landscape. It is also critically important to select an intelligent building management platform offering a single pane of glass to gain important visibility into all security systems, networks, and endpoints. This ensures that the entire infrastructure is monitored from end to end and the architecture provides the necessary intelligence to easily manage and ensure compliance according to government regulations for cyber insurance qualification purposes. Finally, understand that cybersecurity measures should be deployed and managed in such a way as to not impact the usability or manageability of IT-OT systems. The goal should be to integrate security tools and processes that are completely transparent from an end-user perspective to ensure users and devices effectively function on the network. Never too soon to step up. Smart building solutions for both IT and OT use cases help produce impactful, economic and intrinsic value when cybersecurity is placed at the forefront. Not only does this line of thinking help prevent cyber attacks, but it also offers a better path toward rapid recovery. Having a cyber insurance policy in place will lessen the impact that an attack or breach might have on the digital operations of building owners and operators. To achieve this goal, it is important to consult with an expert that understands the unique needs of corporate real estate and how to most effectively mitigate risks that exist within building and campus digital infrastructures. About the author, Jason Lund is Leader, Technology Infrastructure, U.S. at JLL.